All right. Hey, Nawana, thank you so much for being a part of this. My child is a teacher. Te I mean, my child is a genius teacher week. And Hello, Keisha. Thank you for having me. And here are the babies. Say hi, Royce. Hi, babies. Hi. Now, before I know you and a, a little bit of your backstory, but can you just tell me how long you've been a teacher and what your subjects are and so just some background of your educational experience? Well, I've been teaching for over 15 years, and I did, you can name it, whatever it was. I've been SAT prep teacher, I've been a substitute teacher, I've been a classroom teacher, a general teacher, a subject teacher. Um, I've taught about just about all grades from kindergarten through 12th grade, wow. and um, predominantly I mainly teach um, fifth grade and sixth grade, so that's been like my main thing that I've taught was sixth grade. Nice, because sixth grade, that's still considered middle school, right? That's middle school. It's kind of like elementary. It's kind of like they're still like the baby, but then they're, you know, starting to find themselves by the end of sixth grade. So. Right. Now, that's a lot. K so you said SAT prep, substitute teaching, you did K-12, yeah. pretty much yeah. all subjects. I pretty much did it all. That's awesome. Yes. Now, when we talk about, um, you know, that fifth and sixth grade age group because I know just kind of growing up and just you know seeing the maturation from kindergarten to 12th I feel like that five through maybe eighth grade age group gets kind of left behind because they're still young but they're flexing their independence a little bit like can you tell me how has the uh parental engagement been for you know that that age group fifth and sixth graders it starts tipping off. You're right around that maturation because I see where parents, they actually say, hey, Johnny was doing well in elementary school, but then when they make that transition to sixth grade middle school, I have to remind them, like, this is middle school. They're going through different developments. Yeah. And it's not the little sweet little Johnny or, you know, something, they change. Yeah. Now, with, with your, in your experience, not with, do you find that the instruction or the subjects get tougher or is it they're trying to balance out their emotions and being in you know growing up and trying to balance that and school like hormonal development emotional and all that stuff what, what do you well, i see where first where you know uh, students they don't like like they don't want to sit next to each other like i usually do boy girl boy girl because i know okay. that when they first come in they don't want to do that <laughs> but i find that by the middle or by the end of the school year they're like hey okay it's cool to like another you know person yeah or um, they didn't like that it's like oh boys i don't like boys i don't like girls it was like <laughs> but that changes a lot it does oh my gosh okay now with your with the parents like <laughs> i know teachers have jokes around parent teacher conference time or when they actually see parents of their children do you find that parents are more involved when it's something that's related to non-academic issues like oh they they took my phone or um my teacher said something mean to me versus them you know staying in constant contact with you throughout the year like what does that look like your parental involvement with your kids um i can say in both spectrums but actually i mean you have it's like every child is unique you got different parents that have different personalities so you have some that will 
like fight tooth and nail for everything. Yeah. Um, and some they won't be involved, and some mm -hmm. they will be involved, especially when it comes to the academics. So yeah. some of them, um, I find that they might check out the teacher the first time, mm -hmm. and that's it. Like you don't hear nothing else, or just yeah. if anything, if there's a problem, then just let me know. But it, it varies. Wow. So parent teacher, I I I think that the parents and teacher relationships should be pretty mutually beneficial, right? Yes, because absolutely. ultimately the kid is going to benefit from that relationship. Absolutely. Now, do you feel that teachers take a lot of slack for what they're quote unquote not doing in the classroom? Do you feel like it's too much um, responsibility to fulfill some of these obligations that parents may have that are unrealistic? That's that's a lot. You said a mouthful there because um, one, I think it depends on your administrator, how supportive okay. your administrator is. Awesome. And also, um, I do think that um, there is a lot of expectation from parents to um, do their, you know, do things like, you know, you got to be their nurse, you got to be their caregiver, mm -hmm. you got to be their teacher, you got to be their tutor, you got to be a little bit of everything, especially yeah. it depends on where you're at if yeah. those... Um, resources are not there right right and speaking of resources it seems like every other day something's getting cut from the budget and oh I think that is absolutely asinine like when i was in school we had a nurse we had a counselor we had a, a principal and a vice principal yes. like we had the support that we needed we had right. meantime aides we had support staff we had everybody that we needed right and we had books yeah <laughs> Yeah, we have books too, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, in some, some parts of me, it's like, do you really want these kids to be geared towards success? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost as if you get the bare, you get the bare minimum and this is what you have to work with right. on top of parents who may or may not be contributing. And it's like, what more do you want me to do? And I've worked in schools where we was we were not fortunate where you had to buy everything. Like I remember sending a supply list home to all the parents that okay, listen, hey, this is what I need. And thank God I'm fortunate now that I do have some of the resources, but I have more of the resources, but at the same time it's still shortage of labor. Like it's like a lot of times it's right. like it's a shortage. Right, right, right. Um, do you feel like um do parents, okay, because when we get these supply lists, right, I don't think, just as a parent, I don't think we have like a 360 understanding of why these supplies are important. Can you just give, can you just sum it up how important those supplies are and those supply lists? Are? Well, one of the supply, for, one of them is for in, um, to cut down on interruption in the classroom. Like one of the mm -hmm. most things that I ask for parents is a box of tissues. Please give me a box of tissues because Johnny and Sue is going to blow their nose every single day. And so I don't want to have to keep sending somebody out to classroom to go get some tissue for their nose. <laughs> because, you know, like they're supposed to have their own pocket ones, but we just have one the um, entire class where so that way is there you know we need a tissue you know I don't have to stop what I'm doing I can continue to teach and yeah. everyone else continue to be learning and engaged yeah like and you wouldn't think you know you look at the list you're like what do you need what do you need dry erase what do you need dry erase markers for what do you because need you only get one if that 
maybe you might get a pack. And so it runs out probably by that first or second week. So we do need to try erase exactly. And now, of course, we have some, most classes have smart boards. And, but everybody pretty much has a dry erase board. If anybody has a chalkboard, I'm just <laughs> against it. Like, please don't. I've seen that. And, I, and it was small. I've seen that at one of my uh, children's school. And I was just oh, like, oh, my goodness. They yeah. actually had a chalkboard. No, like chalkboard now is like for arts and crafts. Please don't teach my child on the chalkboard. Listen, it makes me feel like when a teacher scratch on that chalkboard. Yes. I still remember, like, I'm not even that old. And I remember when I had to, I used to get so excited because it was my week to go clap the erasers outside. <laughs> I remember that. And of course, it's all windy. So right, all of the right. chalk just blow right back on my uniform and in my hair. But I was so excited to clap the chalk. Right. And you oh, come out looking like powder all over. Yes, coming out looking, <laughs> looking crazy. But... Yes. It's something, you know, simple supplies like that. I don't think... Even copy paper. Some schools are even requesting copy paper because you only get one pack or maybe two rings. You better use it to the best. And you saw me, you got like four classes of all together, like a hundred kids. Yes, so. and you have to print out everything. Oh my goodness. All right, so when I was teaching high school, it was like, yeah, you you had to get your paper because um the contract that they had with the copy paper place, the bill isn't paid and you're gonna be responsible for like stupid stuff like that that people don't think about. You know what I'm saying? Of course we had a principal who supplied it because he made sure we had everything that we needed. But it's like those things like that. We right. had a lot of a lot of teachers had to print out everything because there weren't enough books. Exactly. We supposed to be getting new books ordered, and that was supposed to happen in August, and you didn't get them until you came back in January. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like yes. What are you really doing here? What are we right. doing? But when I look at the supplies list, and like you said, something simple as tissues, because mm -hmm. kids will blow their they oh, will just. Yeah. They just hand sanitizer to go with that. Every time I make the children uh, wipe their hands after they blow the nose. Yes, yes, because they will go and pick up a pencil or touch somebody's hair. It's like, don't touch me. Yes, you're yes. dirty, disgusting. <laughs> but even um, I I know for one of my kids, he was kindergarten class. Lysol wipes. Stuff. I have that too. That's on my list. Yeah, and you and you know, just a regular parent would probably. Why do I have to buy these? Don't they have cleaning staff who does such and such and such? And I'm like, in a lot of schools, that's a luxury to have cleaning staff there every day. Right. You may get them twice or three times a week, and in that week, they're just doing like the main hallways and the steps and things that you can see. Right. But I'm like. It's a lot that goes into being a teacher. It's a lot. And it's actually more like a four-time. It's more than four-time, actually. It's like a 24-hour if you really let it consume your, the, work that's, um, the amount of work that's needed to be done. Yeah, that's true. And I, I know because I have a family of educators, and my aunt would tell me, don't bring any of your work home. Right. None. If you have papers to grade or read through, do that on your prep. But don't and it's kind of hard. And I tried to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, but now with a family, you know, and I got teenage, uh, teenagers or preteens at the same time. So that's kind of hard. It is hard. And that's the thing. She didn't have, she didn't have kids. Exactly. Right. But, um, I remember my mom coming home and I would help her grade, you know, she gave me the big red marker and she's like, here's the answer key. Just mark it off accordingly. Right. I'm like, wow, like you this is a lot of work. And like you said, you're a parent. Right. And a teacher. 
Right. How do you, how do you balance that? Because you're around kids all of the time. Right. How does that, how does your life work like I that? I try to also, I had that same philosophy, like don't bring work home. And one of the things I had to do, like when it came time, when we like crunch time with yeah. report cards or like it was just so much going on at work, then I would do that and kind of get, you know, some help with that. Yeah. But it's like, you got to set a balance where, okay, this is my time to take, okay, my daughter to her, her dance class. So this is the time, like, I try to reserve that for family, like, strictly oh, good. family. Good. Like, once in a blue moon that I would have to do that. Um, okay. Really crunch time. But it's really hard, though, again, especially if you're covering classes. Like, some schools, you got to cover classes. I cover, like, 12 in a week. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but then on top of that, then your meeting, you got, like, all these different types of meetings. So when do you have time to really give this stellar lesson? Yes. Subbing and, you know. So. Yes. Doing all this extra stuff right. that takes you away from being the instructor. Exactly. Exactly. And but you know what I do to help? I help. I, you know what? I put the responsibility. I try to see myself as a facilitator now. Yeah. Um, as with the students, like I kind of let them run the class in a sense mm -hmm. and guide them and like help them instead of like, okay, I got to do everything. But I try, I assign tasks, like someone to uh, do my bulletin boards. They do an awesome job. Nice. And so I love it. Like at the beginning of the school year, like first it's like, you got to get to know the, the children. But once you get to know them, I assign people to do the art, you know, everything yeah. else. Like, and they just, they help the teacher look, help me look good. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what I was, that was a perfect segue because when we talk about my child is a genius and just like you said, teachers have to, of course, parents, but teachers have to get to know their kids, get to know who's in your class. What are you good at? What, um, you know, I see you, you, you may be a doodler, you know, somebody who's drawing, you know, hearts and flowers and, Yes. Writers or whatever, but you're an artist. I see that. You know yes. what I mean? So how can I put you to use? How yes. can I use what's you know, what you're good at to make it work? And I think that is like that's awesome in itself because you're not doing like you said, you're not doing everything yourself. Right. That's time for that. <laughs> so yes. you turned it to like this awesome harder, not harder. That's my <laughs> Yes. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> Like I say all the time, you don't get any reward for burnout. Like right. if you're tired and, and just worn out, nobody really cares. Right. Nobody cares because if you don't show that you care about yourself, nobody, people are going to treat you that very way. Right, 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 right. And when it comes, since you are, since you taught all, <laughs> all subjects, right? Mm -hmm. Which ones would you say that you specialize in or focus on the most? I think reading in math, like I was a math teacher for fifth grade and then I'm reading. And I think those are the essential skills right. for any other subject. Like if right. you, like some people say, I need help with science, but basically that, a lot of that is memory. You need to yeah. learn your math and you need yeah. to know how to read your science. Yeah. But I don't think you need help with social, like even social studies. Like reading. Right. right. You gotta know how to do the basics. It's reading and math. So, so that's what I, I stress. Awesome. Now with your reading and math, because you have a tutoring business, right? Yes. Now, I don't, is it a stigma around tutoring? Do you feel like um, parents are attracted to tutoring services or the parents that you serve, are they attracted to tutoring services or did you kind of have to pull on them? To I think, um, again, it depends on the parent. Like, there are parents who really 
want the best for their child. They want, um, especially if you know that it's crowded in the classrooms and you can't get that one-on-one -on -one help. Everyone doesn't learn the same way. Everybody has a different style of learning. So that, you know, Johnny might not get what you're doing at that time, but if you spend some one-on-one -on -one time with Johnny, yeah. you'll get it just like that. Yeah, and do you think that has to do with um, their learning style? Because that one-on-one -on -one thing, I know you have to differentiate in the classroom, but yeah. I know one-on-one -on -one can be, like you said, he gets it right away because you're able to devote more time yes. to him. Now, do you... Uh -oh. Baby's falling asleep. <laughs> but do you um do you feel that some students may actually need support or things outside of tutoring, or is it just more just a motivating their? It's different. You know, okay, some people need their skills enhanced. Like some people just need enhanced, and some people need reinforcements. Like it's okay. a difference. It's like yeah. if you just need more support, or sometimes you just you might be a gifted child yeah. and just want to enhance, like continue to learn yeah. higher. So it works both ways. Okay, okay. Because I know some kids, you know, they just need a cheerleader. Like they're not confident right. in what they know. Like my son, um, my son Ryan. I'll, I'll give him a book that's a little higher order with, you know, more multi-syllable words. And he's like, I can't do this. I'm like, first of all, you can do all things through Christ. Right. That's number one. <laughs> but when I just allow him to sit there and do it himself, he'll sound things out because he has the basics. He sounds it out. And then I hear him say the word. I'm like, go ahead, boys, say the word. Right. <laughs> And it says it. And I'm like, you just right. need a cheerleader. Like, you, right. you know what you're doing. You just need a cheerleader. And exactly. I feel like that's the awesome thing about, you know, tutoring. And someone just as, just as lovely as yourself because you have just a, a gentle disposition. You know what I'm saying? You're just yeah. like, oh, I can do it. Great. Not somebody like me. Like, if A1 plus two. Like, don't give me no stupid answers. Now, you know what? It's kind of different. I'm so glad you said that because it's actually different with my daughter. Like, my daughter, she's 13 in seventh grade. And so, like, last year, she's like, Mom, this is the first time I'm a, a higher grade than what you teach. Usually, she was under the grade. So, right, now, right, like, right. last year, it was like she was in seventh. I'm still teaching sixth. I'm like, yes. But I hired a tutor for her, a math tutor for her because it's different. For me, with your yeah. own, with my own children, yeah, it's like they don't want to listen, and they, you know, it's like I would rather <laughs> teach somebody else that you know other children. I can do that, but yes, that you could be nice and caring too. I totally get it because I'm like, give me another. You got one more time to give me another stupid answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> and see, and you think you're because it's because it's your children as an educator. You think it's like, hey, you're supposed to know that. And I, yeah, one, and one of my um, web, one of my blogs, I was talking about how I found myself, you know, in an IEP meeting with my son. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm the educator. Like, how right. IEP meeting with my son? You know, right, right, right. Now, do you feel like you um? I don't know. I don't want to say like, I don't want it to sound off, but I just have to say it how I think I hear it. Um, do you feel as an educator, right? And like you were just saying, you found yourself in an IEP meeting and certain things you just feel like your kids shouldn't go through because you're an educator. But are there ever times, I'm sure there are, but are there ever times where you just don't have the energy to even, you know, 
I don't have any to give to you right now because I spent it all, you know, 12 hours with um, children. Like, how do you, do you regroup mentally? Do you just... I just try to get, sometimes, you know, like coming in and then especially if he got different issues, like recently, you know, he had different issue where, okay, I'm like, I'm fine in there. Okay, listen, we're going to need to get more support on this right. to help balance this out. Right. So that, um, sometimes I just need a moment. I might just sit in the car before I come in. Like if I know that they're in, in the house, I just have to regroup. <laughs> Yes, Lord. <laughs> Care is important. That's definitely like we have to time, make time or find time. To yeah. Be quiet, be still, like because then you're not going to be good if you don't recharge for anybody it's, else. It's so true. Okay, you better tell, tell, preach to the church. Because <laughs> self care is truly, truly important, and especially in an industry where you're around the same. Yes people that you have to come home to, you know, whether you're early childhood or whether you're teaching high school, like these are still needy people. I found some, I found what has worked. I found, um, actually, and it's been nice. Like just getting away. Like okay. if I'm on an off day or something, like I'll just go away, like by myself. That's like, good. Charged, and you know, we got to do that. That's Even awesome. Get else done, spend some time, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, sometimes <laughs> by myself and for myself. Right. Um, with exactly. your with your business, how long have you? What's the name? All right, give us all the details about your business, and then I'll ask my next question. <laughs> all right. So, Creative Learning Service is a tutoring service, especially for reading and math, mm -hmm. and it's for kindergarten through first grade through eighth grade. But actually, I find myself like teaching higher students because I also did GED tutoring also for like nice. high, school, high school students. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Nice. So, um, basically we, we try to do um, tutoring in an engaging way that would make Johnny or Sue feel like, Hey, I love reading. Like they might have an aversion to reading, but mm -hmm. by the time, like I, because again, they get that one-on-one -on -one tutoring, yeah. By the time I help them engage in technologies and do the things that they like to do, mm -hmm. um, I encourage them. Like I had one person, he likes to do um, video games. And so what I say is like, listen, you know what? You can be a video developer. Yes. You got to know how to read, how to, you know, develop these games. He was like, you know, I do want to be a video developer. That's what I want to do. I'm like, okay, and you can do that. That's awesome. So, you know, I just, just happen into what they like. It's all about them, really, like serving them. And meeting them where they're at. Wow, that's so dope. Where can people find you? Where can we find your information in your business? You can find me at creativelearningservice.com. Okay. And, and instead of the letter A, it's the number eight. Creative oh, Learning Service. Nice. So you can find me on LinkedIn. You're on LinkedIn, you're on Facebook, right? Yes. Okay. You're on Instagram? Instagram. Yes, everywhere. Go girl. So lastly, I just want to I'm gonna close with this. What would be your message if you were to give parents a message for the year? Yes. What would it what would it be? Invest in your child, invest in their future. Right. See, real simple. Invest in your way. child. That is, that's really simple because we make investments in a lot of stuff. Yes. It gives us no return. Yes. When we invest in our child's education and understanding what makes them smart, investing in tutoring services that we don't have to worry about sitting at a table for five hours trying to figure out these six questions. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just um, taking that pressure off of 
us having to be super parent, you know, and understanding that right. someone like you is more than equipped to handle yes. our child's needs yes. you know, before it gets before it gets bad and you find yourself ready to graduate and can't, you know, exactly. things like that. So thank you so very much. And thank you so much, Keisha, for having me. I'm excited. Um, like I said, of course, this is recorded. So everybody who's going to watch this will be able to gather these golden nuggets and they will be able to contact you. I'm going to put your information up in our Facebook group so that, you know, we can start building this community around the importance of academics, the importance of parental engagement and involvement, the importance of tutoring services and things that usually have a stigma a lot of times in our community but i feel like as soon as we cross that city line other people know exactly huge buildings of tutoring services exactly yes. so look and you're super affordable come on okay <laughs> people run out here by lebron's jordan's Kyrie exactly Irving. yes like invest in your child yes bless the lord <laughs> So thank you again, darling. I'm about to jump off here. Clearly, my arm is heavy. Both of them are on one arm. Oh, they're not going to sleep. <laughs> this one's sleep. This one's awake. And I have one knocking at the door. Don't know what his problem is. <laughs> All right, Keisha. You enjoy it. Have a blessed and awesome rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye.